Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cardiac Room Kids Cleveland Sports Podcast. We got an interesting episode today. We're doing our usual sports talk, but we're going to try something new, and we're going to play some Madden while we uh, while we record. Yeah, we're try gonna, it out. Try some, something different. We're going we're gonna to see how it goes. Um, we don't have it set up currently this time to upload the gameplay but um if this kind of works out well this is definitely a trial run but if it works out well we will try to start recording our footage of our gameplay and we'll just kind of throw up you know youtube video and do the uh podcast that way where we just kind of lay over the podcast with our gameplay you guys can see what's going on because i'm sure we'll be commenting when Shit goes down. When I whoop on Brandon's ass. It's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah. But while we're playing, we are going to be doing our usual sports talk. So. Well, just to, just to let everybody know, I uh, decided to do uh, a different route here. Neither of us are the Browns. Today. Yeah, that's not fair. That's not so, fair if we, if we were. So. Right. So I am going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Try out Kyler Murray and my boy, Andy Isabella. Mm-hmm. See what they're all about in here. Yep, and I am going to take the other rookie quarterback. It's pretty much rookie first-rounders versus each other, and that is the Washington Redskins with Dwayne Haskins. I know you wanted Daniel Jones real bad, but... Yeah, right. Uh, all right, now go back so I can... Uh, oh, can you not do anything? There we go. No, no, he's hogging the depth chart. Want a game. I don't know who that is. There you go. That looks like you're going to get ball first. Yep, yep. Gotta make sure I got Dwayne Haskins starting. Nobody wants that Case Keenum bullish. Right there. But while we uh, get things started here, we decided to also start the episode with some Indians talk. Ooh, Adrian Peterson or Darius Guy? I gotta play the young guy. Yeah, good guys. I'll put I'll put Adrian Peterson in for like power, power back. Running back. There you go. So, speaking of the Indians, uh, they're playing New York tonight. They are down 2-1 to one in the bottom of the fourth. Uh, we just came off that massive win of 19-5. to five. Uh, Not not anything new, but, man, Jose Ramirez has been on fire. He had two home runs last night. Uh, it started off, he's got another one today. So, that's three in the last two games. Uh, he, was, he was one of the guys I was confident would turn it around. I, I never yeah. was super worried about him turning it around sure you know but uh it's really nice to see him and him and Kipnis. Kipnis i did worry about but uh jose being on fire is great i mean we need that and he's in the perfect spot in uh the number five hole for sure yeah it's it's good to see him bouncing back i knew he would um you know like you said he's he's not one of the players that it was kind of a surprise that he is playing good, then, you know, every, everybody's going to hit some kind of, like, lull for a minute. But, yeah, he's he's definitely <clears throat> bouncing back, coming up huge. How about uh, Carlos Santana? Oh, man, having a couple, Mr. Clutch. Having a couple big games, man. That was really, Mr. really Clutch, cool to see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. Uh, My boy Fran Mill finally got on the board with a homer the other night. Yeah. Actually, I just got his jersey Frame, today. Uh, I don't know why I love that name so much. It's so weird. It reminds me of some uh, 
it reminds me of a dwarf name from like Skyrim or something. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know why. It just reminds me of some like fantasy name. But uh yeah, Frame Mill uh coming up with some some uh some plays there. But Cookie Carrasco out here is going to be pitching his first Ooh. game since his diagnosis. Yeah, Kluber uh, has been having some rehab starts here. That's nice yep. to see. Uh, if we can even just get one of them back at, you know, decent. I, I, neither of them are going to come back and be the ace. Uh, the ace is now Shane Bieber. Which I think is, that's pretty. Which is crazy, isn't it? I, just you know, we were, we were talking about this off air, what, a week ago or so? That yeah. I said that he is going to be the only all-star. And sure enough, look at that. Yo, every squirrel finds a nut, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's something. Now, uh, the local radio station was talking about him being like an option Ooh, for God. Cy Young, and I'm like, "Geez, man! Like he he. I mean, hey. he's not gonna win it, but he's probably he's probably gonna be in the conversation. He's probably gonna get a couple votes, especially if the Indians win end up winning the Central. I mm-hmm. think that will definitely help him out as well." Yeah, so that that was a very uh, interesting turn of events, but you know you'll take it because you know they're making a playoff run. I think they did take over the division, correct? Uh, they... They're half a game back at the moment. Okay, because I know they lost a couple games there. Yeah. So. Oh shit! Ah, got me. So it was good to see that. Um, see them doing that. So the last episode, which we had ended up taking a week off, uh, because. Mark was not feeling good. No, nah, I was and, sick as uh, hell. The So our first episode back, we talked about a possible Trevor Bauer trade. And then after we recorded that night, Trevor Bauer got traded. He did. <laughs> and I feel like all the talk leading up to that was pointless how, since, you know, the, the podcast wasn't going to drop for a couple days after so we kind of cut all that out and we're like all right so we will kind of revisit that and i love the trade the fact that we could trade trevor bauer for five prospects or five players uh one being puig who i really hope they resign he's been on fire since he's gotten here Mm -hmm. he just he seems like he fits in so well he seems like he really has a uh good uh fit with the team and uh, Framil, we have him under contract till 2025. He's only 24 years old. Uh, pure hit, pure hitter. Uh, yeah, he's. I know he started off on the wrong side, but uh, oh, nice interception by Patrick Peterson. Oh man, that was Already sick. Picked off. But yeah, uh, I mean, Framil will turn it around. He'll get hot. He'll hit his homers that he's known for doing. Uh, I like the Logan Allen kid we got, left-hander. Uh, seems like for right now they're going to put him in the bullpen. But uh, he has starter potential. Mm-hmm. We got a guy named Scott Moss who's pretty good. He uh, seems like a another prospect that kind of fits that mold. Yeah, would so. it end up being about five players? Yeah, something like that. So. Yeah, they got, they got quite the haul for him. And what I was saying when we did uh, – we're talking about it that night is – I was okay with it, but I definitely needed a return like they got. So yep. I was happy with it overall because I don't, you know, I don't want to give them up for some, but somebody who's not going to come in and help them right now. But I think they got exactly that, and then they also got they got that, and you know, Puig and Fran Mill can is going to be you know still contributing 
in his own ways. But I think you're going to have, you know, the other guys. You also got a couple, like, little developmental projects as well. Yeah. So they got a little okay. bit of everything with it. So here's the, here's the question. Puig stays hot. Like I said, it seems obvious that he is uh, fitting in very well with the the group. Mm-hmm. Would you sign him to a uh, Edwin and Carcione type of deal, like a three-year, $60 million, somewhere around that range? He is uh, 29, so three-year, $60 million, He's 32 by the end of his contract. I don't know enough about him. Um, I mean, I... I I never tried to pretend like baseball was my strong suit. I mean, I've obviously heard the name, so that's kind of how I'd make my judgment on him. I know he's been stepping in and playing well. If he, this he's matters, had a slow start, but if this matters, he was on the cover of MLB 2K15 when he was on the Dodgers. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Doesn't change your your Peyton view. Peyton Hellas okay. was on the cover of Madden. He was. <laughs> he was. I think if I was ever a football coach. That's the type of running back I would want, though. Just like a big bruiser. Like, he's fast enough. He's oh got good God. enough hands. I'm trying to think of... Uh, I was watching... It wasn't the NFL's, like, main, like, docuseries. But mm-hmm. there's like, a 20-minute video on... Was it Mike Allstott? Oh, yeah. Dude, I love Mike and Allstott. And I was watching some of them. I'm like, holy shit, just... He reminds me of uh, was it the dude from uh, what's the Adam Sandler movie where he goes to prison or whatever, or no? It's uh, the dude. No, never mind. No, um, water boy. I'm thinking of Water Boy actually because the guy who who like makes all the noises and he's like, you sound like like a big choo choo train. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Mike Gostat like reminded me of was a big old choo choo train. I was like, dude, this dude, uh, oh, oh, so that was Andy, Isabella, the the grunts of excitement, disappointment, some more excitement and some more disappointment on a close dropped call here. So sorry, you're not getting as much play by play, but, uh, but yeah, that dude, that dude was a beast. Uh, but we got, I don't know, let's, let's use that to transition into, some football talk or yeah might as well yeah i mean it's football season and we're playing madden so yeah exactly that might be a little bit easier to stay on topic about right um so the big news i think uh coming from last week and this week is antonio callaway probably uh for those living under a rock antonio (laughs) callaway was suspended for four games did they ever determine if it was from it's got to be last from, year. It's got to be from last year because they said he hasn't failed a drug test since the end of last season. Yeah, so, so it, it must have been like, the last year. But shit. how does that happen? You know, what well, I mean? like, that, that actually doesn't... just happened with somebody else too. I'm trying to think who it was. Somebody else in the league. Do they just, just... do the drug test and just not check them for like months later? Uh, I wouldn't think so, but I don't, I don't know. And I Golden Tate just uh, got popped, and uh, his was for like trying to help him and his wife have a baby and he got popped for whatever he was using there. So right. they're really strict about that shit. There we go. Um, so yeah, uh, that opens up a second or a, another receiver spot. Cause the top three are locked in even before Cowley was suspended. I think Higgins was the number three. He'll, he'll be the number two by the end of the year. 
in everybody's eyes. Like I, I think he already is number two. Higgins? Yeah. Over Landry, for sure. I don't I don't want to look at it as like number one, number two, number three. Sure. I think it's I mean, obviously Odell. Like I'm just I'm just gonna say the top three because one of those is like you're a slot guy, and that's probably gonna be Jarvis more often in the slot. Um, sure. But Higgins can, but they can switch out because Higgins is very similar, I think, to Jarvis. Whereas he's very, he's not the fastest guy, so he's very sharp with his route running. He's very smart, so he knows good hands. how to get open. And yeah, very good hands. So I think they're very similar. They're kind of interchangeable. And the connection between Higgins and Baker is pretty obvious. Exactly. Too. So I think it's gonna be, it's like one and two A and two B. Sure. Me, you know what yeah, I, mean? I can and see. And then it. Yeah. you know, throwing one in and out of the slot. Um, I kind of had a crazy take. I said on Twitter, but I, I I meant it. Um, with Callaway, there's there's a couple young guys I would really like to see make this team, and if just dropping Callaway now is what it took to do that, I might be crazy. But he just he's too, so, been so inconsistent, and I know he's young. He's supposed to be a burner, and you know he he's gotten open a couple times, but I just I would really like to see guys uh, like Willie's and Jalen Strong has had a uh, really <laughs> strong couple of last days and played pretty well in the first game, and I know he's going to be he's like a reliable guy, and obviously the team favorite. I would. Every, I think everybody would love to see Sheehy Giuseppe somehow find a spot on this roster. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he, he's such a good story. It makes sense. I just, Cowboy's done more than all those guys. I mean, we have to, I, I like Willie's. I think he could end up being pretty good. But you got to remember, he's only had one catch in his entire career. And it, I mean, it was a big, crazy catch against yeah. Baltimore, but it was one catch. Well, he's had, I know he's had a very impressive training camp, but I like his, his skill set a lot too. It's just, uh, uh, that big tall guy and just he's fast for how big he is too you know what i mean yeah. so he's got he's got a good skill set he's brings to the table i think having odell beckham and then even though she he wouldn't be like uh wouldn't have to come in like he's a burner like we got those deep threats and and willies can be that in his own sense not the same way but he can still have that role and but i do think you, do you need a guy, two guys at the bottom of the roster that are similar with Willie's and Strong. I mean, they're pretty similar. You um, know, do you, I think and, Strong is more. I don't. I think he's. So, like I said, I don't think he's as fast as Willie's. I I don't know for sure, but for some reason, for like Willie's, I just get like he's like a. Almost like a DK Metcalf type, where he's like a. Like a tall guy who's fast, who DK can just Metcalf. run run straight, and make big you know, be there for big plays. And Jalen Strong, I feel like, is more along the lines of, like, a bigger version of Landry and Higgins. Right. But if neither of them can play special teams, that's going to be a problem. True, which I think Willie's would be good on special teams. Um, And, obviously, you know, Sheehy Giuseppe would be, you know, the primary, like, receiver playing, you know, special teams, which I like think would be good for that, too. Gunner and stuff, yeah. So I don't know how exactly they handle that situation. It's probably not going to happen. It's probably going to – I think those are the top three behind, obviously, the main three and Callaway. 
who would be fighting for a roster spot. I don't know if any of the other guys. I don't know if Ratley. I think I, I think you got to watch Ratley. I think you got to watch uh, Ishmael Hyman. I think he he's had a pretty good camp as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Shihai Giuseppe is he's just such a good story that I hope people realize how raw he is as well. Yeah, it's great to see him in the gym. You know, I, I don't know if you saw two a.m. He went back in after the preseason game. Yeah. And stuff. That's awesome. Like, that's what he needs to do. I just well, don't know how... work ethic can be, you know, be contagious. And that's somebody who, you know, you might give him an edge just for having that that kind of want to grind and, and that fight, you know. So, I... Not that that's going to be the sole reason to keep him. Obviously, he has to play. I, I'd like to see him have a bigger role in the actual offense and see what he can do at the position of what you know actually as a wide receiver mm-hmm. instead of being you know a primary special teams guy because he's got it you know he's got to have the ability to contribute there if if needed yeah and i mean dorsey kind of proved it last year when uh you know roster cuts came down to it he might go out and get a guy that's off the waiver wire true so Damn it. Big sack. <laughs> it's three to three, almost at the end of the first quarter, by the way. Yeah, we're not we're not getting any any offense moving. No, here. not at all. Uh, side side note on, on the game though. Why is it not showing like the play art? You know what I mean? You have to go to the left uh left bumper. It's always oh, the left? I guess. I didn't I don't ever I thought it was always right, but it was always right. They must yeah. have changed it. Okay, so that's that's what I was wondering. Back to uh Brown's talk. Yeah. Um, so I, I think tight end, tight end number three, mm-hmm. as much as I love DeVal, I think they're done with him just because of how injury-plagued his career's been. So I, I think, uh, unfortunately, they're going to look to move on from him. Uh, I mean, they picked up that Rico Gathers, and, I mean, sure, like, he might be all right. But Speaking, you know, I was going to go a different direction. But oh, you know let's what? hear it. Speaking of injury and injury prone how about uh old cowturd whining about uh odell beckham uh i honestly have no idea what you're talking about i don't listen to he that was guy. he was pretty much just saying odell beckham isn't an all-timer because well no, he's, he's not, an orange all-timers brown now. have to be on the field yeah preseason is really important so for he his had, stats and legacy so yeah so he had one Obviously, he had the one season where he's hurt and out, was out most of the season. Other than that, I believe he played, I mean, at least 10, came, 10 games a season, besides, you know, all the other ones, which, you know, you, you'd hate to even miss a few games here and there. But in those seasons, he played at least 10 games or more. He had over, like, 1,200 yards. Oh, his yeah. rookie, I went and looked at his rookie season. He only played 11 games, whatever whatever happened. He had 1,300 yards in 11 games. Yeah. Like, if he played all 16, he could have been pushing 2,000 receiving yards his rookie season. Colin Coward just says stuff to get views. That's it's Yeah, and then, yeah, I I see. I just, I see his, I don't know, even know why I follow him. I used to get angry and, like, comment on, like, every post of his, like, defending, like, the Browns and Baker and all that. I'm like, there's no point. This dude's just a hater at this point. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. There's just literally no point in fighting and arguing with him about it. Well, not that he even sees it anyway. So I was like, it's pointless. Everybody else is already lighting him up in the comments. So, but he also had another, you know, another. I like Darnold more than Baker rant uh, yeah. too. Saying, oh, if we're talking in the next 12 to 14 years, I'll take Darnold all day. Of course. I'm like, okay, well. I guess we'll see. Oh, you know, it's uh, some talk- more big news we did not talk about. What's that? Duke Johnson being traded. Yeah. Yeah. So, got a fourth-round pick, possible conditional third if he's, I think, active for 10 games. Uh, John Dorsey pulled off some magic with that one. Yeah, because, I mean. Jordan Howard, who's been – he's not a near – I mean, he's a very bad receiver. But he got a yeah, but he's fifth a, rounder, but I'm, he's a 1,300-yard rusher. Yeah, he's he's a number Fuck one you. running back. Like, all right, I'll update in the game. I just pinned Mark down on the one, the one yard with line. a beautiful punt. Jeez. But, yes, uh, Jordan Howard is a number one, like, uh, bell cow back, though. Right. Like, he – if there's anybody who's going to get decent value for a running back, he'd be that type of guy. So, yeah, uh, we I feel like we really fleeced him and got a got a good deal. That's the kind of deal I was looking for if we were going to move him. And I, I I love what I've heard from or about Hilliard as well. Yeah, you know? definitely a lot of good things to say about Hilliard out of camp, and seems like he's been doing very well. So I'm actually going to be at training camp on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and that's one of the guys I'm really looking forward to watching mm-hmm. is Hilliard, definitely. Yeah, I went uh, about, was it, like a week and a half ago now? Yeah, it sounds right. <clears throat> um, it, was, it, was, it was a cool time. That was your first was, time, right? Yep, it was my yeah. first time going up there. We got up there. So funny story. I went with my dad. And one of his buddies, I'd planned to go. I had two two different sets. I was going to go with uh, some other people this Saturday, but I'd offered to take my dad up there. He's a huge Browns fan. He's the reason why I'm a Browns fan. Ugh. But uh, he's old. He <laughs> okay. decided to bring his old friend. Okay. And their whole thing was, well, we got to get up there early. Of course. Right? And, yeah, obviously you do want to get up there early. Well, we got up there two hours early. It was nice because they did have, being old, have handicapped parking. Uh, okay, there you go. Ticket thingy. So we parked right across the street from the facility. Had a guy. There's nobody there when we got there. They had a guy, uh, I mean, except for obviously the people working there. Yeah. Like there right. wasn't any fans really there yet. So a guy came over, or my dad was asking about how we get in there. And the guy was like driving around a golf cart, so he just he just took us back there. Now we went in a back way that we were not supposed to enter, and we were probably back there about eight forty five when practice wasn't even like the gates weren't even opening up. I think till nine thirty because it started at ten thirty. Okay. So we got came into the back side of it, and when we ended up rolling up there. A bunch of, like, the people working were, like, kind of standing there looking at us, like, what are you guys doing here? And they're, like, you guys, like, friends of any of the players or anything? We're, like, nope. They just kind of brought us over here. So, like, we're already in the backside of train, like, training camp. Like, we're we're in the, the facility area and stuff where there's fans at the front gate actually, like, sitting out there waiting to get in. Hmm. 
So wow, we okay. were like the only civilians. Well, I don't know, civilian, but like the only people not part of like the team or like the people working yeah. the event that were inside, and we're just kind of like walking around. Nobody else is there. Hmm. Um, we actually, I noticed later that day, we made a cameo on the puppy cam. Because hmm. as we were, they were Very recording nice. the little videos they shoot every day of the, yeah. all the puppies as we were walking up. So nice. That was huh? kind of funny. You could, it was just like you'd see us for just like a flash of it, but I was like looking at it. I was like, oh my God, that's us. So quite interesting. It was it was Did very you adopt awkward. a puppy? Huh? Did you adopt a puppy? No, hmm. but uh, tell you what, those weren't really like the kind of dogs like I prefer. Not that I have anything like uh because there's a couple pit bulls, a couple other types of dogs. But to be honest, they're all kind of ugly. Hmm. But then, I disagree. You know what then, my like, kind of dog is? Every kind of dog. <laughs> yeah, I my my dad's a golden retriever guy. Um, but I tell you what, they posted a picture. Uh, did you see Mac Wolfson? No, oh, yeah. Was he cute... was freaking cute. If they mm-hmm. had a dog like that, I would have made my dad adopt him. Because oh we talked about uh, uh, getting a dog. But, uh, oh, man. <laughs> Talking too much. I mm. can't focus on the dang gang. Eh, whatever. Uh, anyway, so the actual training camp itself was really cool. Um, it was hot that day, man. And being a yeah. big, the big guy that I am, sitting on the bleachers did not sit right with me. So that was it was a little rough, but it was cool to see um, somebody who actually who's pro- who's not going to make the team, but surprised me was uh, the I guess the fourth string quarterback right yeah, now, David, David Blau. Yeah, it's so funny when he's in there because he looks like a nine year old playing in the NFL because he's 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 skinny. He's he's skinny and like he's probably listed at like six foot or five eleven but he looks like he's just like five seven out there yeah but i tell you what dude, so he, he was, looks like kyler murray <laughs> yeah but he was slinging it like uh you know G- gilbert and stanton wanted to go out there do their plays not get a lot of completions and then you know ba- obviously when baker would he he was zipping it dude it is crazy watching how good baker mayfield really is oh like, yeah just seeing him complete some of the passes like and then, yeah, then Blau came in, and he was looking more like Baker than he was the other two guys. I was hmm. like, dude, this is – who who is this guy? So that was interesting. Um, Jarvis Landry was – he either got hurt or just wasn't playing a lot that day. Um, I think he tweaked something in the middle of practice. So they just made him sit out the rest of it, and Odell Beckham wasn't there at all because he had having a sick day. Oh, that was yeah, okay. So that kind of sucked, but it was it was a cool experience overall. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with my father in law Tuesday, so definitely gonna keep my eye out on some certain players. Hopefully I'll have a nice report to bring mm-hmm. back. Uh yeah, so the one thing that sucks going with old people is like I said, we got there so early, so that we were there a long time and we knew practice was about to end and they wanna get dip out a little bit early. Mm-hmm. I was like, All right, it looked like things were winding down anyway. Well, I look. We went. We went out to lunch after uh, after training camp, and I see right at the very end of practice, Baker Mayfield threw like a sixty yard bomb to Willie's, mm-hmm. and we missed it. It would have been right in front of us too. Of course. Yeah. So I told my I I, sh- I shamed my dad for that for making us leave because I wanted. Yeah, to... it comes some slack. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was my training camp experience. Missed the biggest play. 
and hung out with a couple creepy old dudes. So, oh my gosh! All right, got a got a fumble here. Still, if you play Madden, you'll know you have to turn the fumbles down. This is ridiculous. I mean, that was the first fumble of the game, but come on, that was Mm -hmm. stupid. So let's talk about. uh, Do you have any uh, surprise names you think are gonna? make the team or it's not it's not really a surprise now but i am very pleasantly surprised how well mac wilson has been playing uh i mean coming out of college you knew he was good in the pass game uh pass defending game but i mean two picks against washington in the first preseason game uh you've heard him doing it all preseason long oh there's speaking of picks nice get the ball right back uh you know i mean it's kind of rare for a linebacker to be that good in pass coverage that quickly. So it's a nice, <clears throat> pleasant surprise. I don't think he's going to take Kirksey's spot or anything like that, but I mean, it's that's, good to see. That's, I mean, at the rate he's going, though, you have to ask how long is it going to be before he's in there cracking the starting lineup and being in on a regular basis. Well, and Because you don't want to keep a guy like that on the bench, man. He's yeah, been making play after play, training camp. In game, you know, in the first game, we'll have to see how he plays tomorrow. Taki Taki's been playing well as you know, pretty well as well. I've heard, you know, I've I've heard some people like start bringing up like, "Yo, what if what if we look to trade Schobert?" No, I don't know. I don't I don't want to do that because I like the depth, but I almost would. (laughs) I'm I'm starting to lean towards you know, putting Mac Wilson in one of those starting spots and. But then, you know, you don't want to disrespect someone like Schobert or, or Kirksey Vets. Schobert obviously being a huge staple of the defense last year, and you saw that difference and what, what he meant to the team after uh, he got injured for a few weeks. Uh, quick update, Mark just tossed it to Larry Fitzgerald for like 80 yards. Big so gain. Big gain touchdown. No big deal. Yeah, I, I think they're going to end up keeping Schobert and going to let Randall go because I th- also think they're going to cut Kirksey next year. Now, no. when I say let Randall go, I don't mean I like, cut him or anything. I just think <clears throat> that they drafted his replacement, Red Wine, last year. Yeah. And I think uh, they value Schobert more than they do Randall. So I think they're going to re-sign Schobert, have Mac Wilson and Taki Taki be the other two linebackers, and then I think they're going to have Red Wine take uh, – Randall spot next year if I had to guess now I mean that's you know a year away right that just kind of seems like what it lines up to and I mean I as much as I love Randall Schobert's really damn good I mean he's the second best linebacker in pass coverage last year he does need to work on his uh missed tackles but uh he was also playing with a hamstring injury so that could have something to do with it yeah I think just just his mental presence on the field, being able to run that defense, like he, being the quarterback of the defense is a very important. And he's got experience there. He knows, you know, most of the people on that defense. He knows how to talk to them, how to get them going. So he's definitely a big part. And it would it'd be a tough transition away from him if we ended up going that route at some point. But Redline was decent uh in the first preseason game uh, did you watch uh building the browns yes highly recommend it if you have not watched it probably it rivals uh 
Hard knocks. Hard knocks, yeah. Woo. Oh, nice. Another, Another interception pick. for Mark. Yeah, just just so you know, we're playing a game after the podcast where I'm not distracted because <laughs> this is this is going to get ugly. This is not going well for me. But uh, you can. I mean, it was cool how they all celebrated with Shihai going, you know, taking it to the house and stuff. Uh, that was pretty cool to see. I mean, that that production is just ridiculous. You can tell everybody on the team absolutely loves him, loves his work ethic, oh, yeah. loves just who he is as a person. And everybody's rooting for him, so. Oh yeah, definitely. But at the same time, you can't let that cloud your judgment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so you gotta, at the end of the day, be able to look at it objectively and look at what he's really doing. I'm gonna know? throw this name out, and I, I'm sorry because I know you're gonna disagree. Jordan Leslie, a few years ago, had that real sweet one-handed catch, and uh, never heard from him again, pretty much. And yeah. I know you swear up and down he's an NFL receiver. He is. He wasn't just that one catch though. It was every time the ball was thrown to him. Why is he? Why is he not in the league now? I don't know. I don't know. Baffles me. Hmm. I think I think dude can play. Ah. Dude can keep his uh, hands on the football when it's thrown his way. I mean, I don't know if if every guy who made a one handed catch. That's not the reason I wanted that. That just that that see that was. I think he did a lot of stuff to show that he should be a contention, but showing the ability to do that, I think, for me, was like, hey, he really needs to get on this roster. But I think he pulled something, or he ended yeah, up I getting hurt he, right I before think he cut, messed his so hamstring they, up. Yeah. yeah, so he got cut because of that more so than not being good enough. I think he could have made the bottom of the the wide receiver roster yeah. it's not like we had, we didn't really have talent at that point either yeah you know? no we didn't at all um to answer your question though guys <laughs> i think that could make the team that is a surprise uh it seems like drew forbes has been playing himself into some first team reps at right guard mm-hmm. uh i think we got him in the sixth round i believe so that's pretty nice to see. I, don't, I don't know if it's it's, it's bittersweet because like if he can step up and take the job that's great mm-hmm. but what does that say about austin corbett man I just I am very disappointed. Well, I thought it was looking like Kush was going to be. Yeah, the right, and there. It, it still looks like he is. Mm-hmm. But Forbes has been getting some reps at right guard, especially in the uh, uh, red zone. Yeah. So if Forbes can push Kush and you keep Corbett as your your back, uh, uh, kind of backup center, backup guard type of guy. I mean, I guess that's not the worst thing in the world but it's not exactly uh great to have your 33rd overall pick not be able to beat out a journeyman veteran and a yeah. fifth round pick so i've heard i've heard one other excuse and that's that they like him the most at center but obviously but jc treader's so good well exactly that's that's the point is he's not going to play if that's the case I think if they something... need to re-sign Treader. He's a free agent after the year. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm scared that they're not going to though. That's that's what scares me is they end up letting him go and Corbett. Trust in John Dorsey, I guess. That's that's one of those where that's ah. all you can do is put your faith that John Dorsey's going to handle it. However, do what he needs to to handle it. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Who uh? So would you rather see them kind of 
groom greedy into that second cornerback position or yes. So you think take your time, let him learn. Um, I think. See, so we were talking about this the last one, how they're going to like a four-two-five. Yeah, right. Kind of uh, defense. I think it's got to be Randall, maybe Redwine, the next best best safety safety you like, and then it's got to be because I think the the next like the best three defensive backs aside from Randall. It's going to end up being Burnett Mitchell, and but, probably Whitehead. But I, why not put the extra cornerback out there? Why not have Mitchell, uh, Mitchell, Greedy, well, and Ward? The reason being... Mitchell's a beast. Greedy's shown to be a beast. Right. Uh, the reason for that is the way Wilkes has his defense. You'll have a strong safety and a free safety, which the free safety will, will be Randall, and then the... Strong safety will be Burnett. And then they have, like, a, I believe it's called the star safety, which will be Whitehead. And Whitehead will be a mix of everything. He'll be kind of by the line, like Peppers used to play, like kind of as that third linebacker, could be back as a safety. Mitchell can't do that stuff. Whitehead's good enough that he can, or if they decide to put Burnett there, but it seems like they're going to put Whitehead there. Yeah. So that's why... Uh, you, I mean, you know, there's certain sets and things like I that. You'll you'll like see Mitchell to... and Greedy on the field right. at the same I'd time. I'd like to see them all, all three of them out there as much as possible. But yeah, you know, I, I get what you're saying. How it's just a different type of role. It's not for like straight, you know, coverage. Only, oh, only yeah. coverage. Yeah. I think I think they should just <clears throat> end up plugging and playing Greedy. I think at this point, I mean, look how good uh, Denzel was last year. Why why can't Greedy have that same success? Especially since Greedy is known for man-to-man coverage. I agree. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bad puns. Oh. <clears throat> Let's see. What else do we need to cover or should cover? Uh, have you watched the latest episode of Hard Knocks? I've, I've seen Raiders? zero Hard Knocks. Really? Yeah. I'm I just, I, I just, between work and stuff, I've just not, not had a chance to. I, I might go back and watch it. Yeah, well, I, I got it on my PlayStation, so like whenever, whenever I lay down, like sometimes. There you go. Uh, yeah. Like I, it'll come up. Luckily, it comes on the same night on the, <clears throat> the app that I have on HBO Go app. So. I almost forgot about it this week, and then Tuesday came or Tuesday night. I was thinking about. It. I was like, oh. Sweet, got hard knocks to watch. It's it's fun. Still just talking about Antonio Brown. Gosh, um, that he's a mess. You know, I still, I it's don't... not as big as a mess as it seems, honestly. It... Because they it, they seem like they got it under control. His, his, the whole foot thing, like they they said he's gonna be ready to go for the priest or the uh, for the regular season. And that helmet thing—that's not becoming any bigger of a deal. It seems like they, right. whatever, whatever the conclusion was, they figured it out. He's not retiring, so they still, worked that out. regardless, I mean, you're missing practices but because you're of your helmet. How you're much, Instagramming your meetings, and I want to know how much of this that they like is for hard knocks, though. Like, I wonder oh, if, sure. they, if they like kind of overdo storylines like this just to have something, some kind of like 
crazy one-liners to have in Hard Knocks or like I'm sure that's part of it. Next episode, Honestly, yeah. Like, oh, see what happens with this situation. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I I still don't think Pittsburgh's better because they got rid of him. I still think they're not going to be as good yeah, without people, him. Pe- people I hate that argument. We'll talk about how much better Pittsburgh is without Le'Veon Bell, without Antonio Brown, the two like two top three probably players at their respective positions. That's a distraction. I've been told it was a distraction. Yeah, well, it's not distracting when they're on the field making big plays. Exactly. So. Ooh. So, yeah. I, I mean, I could see, like, you know, Antonio Brown, like, causing discourse in the locker room and stuff like that. Like, I can see how that can be somewhat disruptive. But, but I he's think, also been the best receiver in the last but decade. But I think when it comes to game day, none of that stuff really – I don't. I just don't know if that stuff really shows up like we – talk about it or like a lot of media like makes it out to be you know what i mean yeah no i agree his feet I were nasty like though yeah it see it, it really just looked like whatever it was it just like blistered up you know how like when you get yeah. a blister it just gets that fluid in there gross. It, like it was just his whole foot yeah like gross. a blister the size of his foot and they just like chopped it open drained it and then just had a bunch of that dead flappy skin left there so that's pretty much i think what was healing which, dude, I, I just having a small blister, I know how bad it sucks running on that. So I can only imagine that being the whole bottom of your foot. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely very gross. But it, looks, it seems like he's – it's getting taken care of. It's getting better. He, he, you know, he's back at practice or was back at practice this week. Yeah. So. Dude, Max Crosby, he's been playing good. I, 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 that was one of the guys I highlighted. He's been – he started for them, actually, in the first preseason game. Yeah. Ah, oh, come on, Fitz. Um, that was one of the guys I liked a lot, and he's he's looking pretty good. You gonna watch any uh, college football this year? I I tried to watch the Buckeyes. Um, definitely watching this year. Actually, I'm really interested to see uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Day taking over. Dude, what's the the kid's name? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Fields will be cool. I uh, I mean, they got a defensive end named Chase Young who will probably be the first – he has a chance to be first overall, um, but I would say for sure the first defensive lineman drafted. Yeah. Uh, gosh, they just are ridiculous at producing guys like that. They're just a like defensive that. line factory. Yep, D-U, D-line U yep. at this point. <clears throat> um, no, I don't think I've ever watched more college football than when Baker was in his last year with the Sooners, so I was watching him every game after the Ohio State game because that's when I determined I wanted him on the Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I ma- made that very clear. I, I didn't jump on the bandwagon late. I was the one talking all my friends into Baker saying, no, this guy is good when we draft him, especially yeah. my brother. He's like, oh, I don't know. We should have went with the safe route. Like, the same nope. I'm like, no, we shouldn't have. I'm telling you this. Dude's I, don't, I, I don't even think he's the quote-unquote. I think Baker was the safest choice. Because <clears throat> at least you knew he would be able to pick up a – offense and he could lead and he was accurate you know with Darnold it's like he's got the tools you just got to piece it together whereas Baker is like he's already got the tools just can he you know I guess people were concerned because of his height you know and like looking back now Hit like that his attitude but man I'll tell you what I don't I I never bought the whole attitude thing like it's it's for a for a quarterback 
you have to have that type of fiery attitude. Oh, Even yeah. John Gruden was yelling at his quarterbacks on Hard Knocks for being boring. Literally, yeah. he was yelling at Nate at Peterson and uh, Glennon, telling them to have some personality. Dude, Nate, in the Nate Peterman's the greatest quarterback. Oh of all my time, god, you know? it, that is that is so it's so funny watching him, like watching them. Like, dude, they he was just chewing them out the one day, like so. Yeah, but yeah, your quarterback needs to have some personality, dude. And Baker's got more than enough of that to go around. So that's, I think, a definite positive and something you absolutely want to uh, want to see. And you know, guys like Colin Cowherd are gonna make it seem like he's just a big, some kind of big party boy, and he's just going out and getting trouble. But there's a difference between being confident, being having that strong personality and being a leader and then being young and dumb. Oh yeah. Which right. I think is a misconception that some of the people get with him is that he's just young and dumb and doesn't think about what he's doing. Like he has that he 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 is what he is, but I think it's all calculated. All right, I'm going to throw a few questions at you, all right? And I all want right. you to answer them honestly. <clears throat> all right. Okay. Browns pro bowlers after the season over under four and a half. Over. Over? Wow, okay. Name them. Baker. One. Chubb. Two. Odell. Three. Miles Garrett. Four. Denzel. Five. Dude, I could keep going. <laughs> who, who do you think is going to um, Batonio. Six. Possibly Najoku. Wow. You you think he's going to take a big step? I love Najoku. I think he's a stud. I think he's been right there, but... I, I mean, so... We're going to have so many different other like receiving options. I mean, I think the tight end... He's used a lot. I think he's going to be used a lot in the red zone, which is what they've been doing a lot in camp. So, But, I mean, with Higgins, Landry, and Odell, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how, how many tough. touches he's going to get. And that's another thing, like, depending on how much they pass the ball this year, and if they're as good as I think they can be, that ball's going to get around to all three of those guys. And I, I don't think you're going to get three wide receivers from one team on the pro, on a Pro Bowl, but I think they will all be Pro Bowl worthy. Hmm. Wow. I mean, they just, the ball, they're not, there's not going to be enough balls to go around for those kind of numbers and that kind of, you know what I mean? Right. Well, I think uh, between, you know, I think four and a half. Nick Chubb again, you know, eighteen to twenty-two carries a game. Yeah, get Odell and Jarvis their touches. Higgins will make a couple plays if Callaway mm-hmm. comes back. He'll make a couple plays. You know, it'll unless be... our defense is just three and out in every play, and we're just scoring every drive. Yeah, well, I wish. Right. I think we'll have. Uh... Will be one A one B with top offense in the league though this year, with the Chiefs. So yeah, okay. So you think we're gonna be a, a top five, top three offense, top ten? I think top five is safe. Top wow. three is what I'm gonna call though. Like I, I'm actually gonna be a little optim, uh, pessimistic. I I think you know even though Freddie was here last year, it's still gonna take a little bit to get used to with Todd Munkin and. 
uh, you know, people like that. Todd new. Munkin. I love Todd Munkin. Love Todd Munkin. I don't. He'll be a head coach within the next two years. Yeah, but I don't think what he's like. It, it's still Freddie's show. Oh yeah, like, right. He's just giving his. He's a sporting input. actor. He's not. Yeah. Things are still gonna go how they you know were the second half of last year, and it's it's gonna be what it's gonna be Freddie calling the plays and stuff like that. So I think I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about him being like a new clock, new cog, and the machine there is gonna be anything that's gonna slow us down. So I think uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be. I think everybody expects well, everybody should expect us to be high powered and if not they're just doing it for the pure uh sigma of not buying the hype i'm just 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 to not do it so i'm just still a little the offensive line gives me pause and somebody said it perfectly i forget who it was somebody said be average be an average uh offensive line if they're like around 15th in the league that should be more than enough time I for Baker agree. and Chubb. And, that, and all that's that. my biggest worry as well. Definitely. I'm not going to say that it's not, but I think, like I said, right now they're getting a lot of good practice with going against our own defensive line. And I tell you, I really like uh, the reports coming out of NG with how that uh, combined practice went. Did you yeah, hear, did it you seem, yeah, it seems, yeah, it seems like uh, both often are, <clears throat> Both offenses played pretty well, but it seems like we got the better of them. Well, from what uh, Nathan Zagura made it look like was we went in there to a team that was a playoff team last year, won nine of the last ten games, and made them look like nothing. Because I guess so S- Freddie Kitchens has been setting a really, like we're going to be the most dominant team on we're going to be the most physical team on the field. And he's been installing that all all camp. Um, he said the first day they went there, they actually played down to the phys- physicality of the Colts, and they were still whooping them. Like, it was more close. But he said the day two, they challenged him to go out there and just beat their ass. And they, I guess they did exactly that, and they were just hmm. walking over them, which was music to my ears i you know what how do you feel as a colts fan right now with andrew luck being injured again terrified is that the right word i think that's that's what depends on what it really is because i mean is it a real injury or is it just an excuse for Eh, him to not play in these i don't know he hasn't practiced a lot at all he hasn't practiced either yeah and they called it like a i believe they called it a calf strain yeah well what i'm what they said is it's like uh it's something in his like high ankle, like lower calf, high. Yeah, ankle. but they there was a picture of him with it wrapped, and it is very low. Yeah, like, like weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, they on. said like I think it was. I, I want to say they said it was like no, it wasn't the front, but um, yeah, it was like a. They, they they were saying calf, but yeah, it's more like an ankle injury, whatever it is, which is crazy. Just with the whole shoulder issue he had, and now this, like, they're both injuries are just weird. You like they fu- both are just weird. I don't you know, know what's funny what? is uh, like I, I was I was talking about Colin Cowherd talking about uh, 
OBJ being injury prone. Mm-hmm. He's his favorite quarterback, Andrew Luck. Hmm. Well, I need we need to go at him and say, oh, uh, Andrew Luck isn't going to be an all timer. Yeah. He's always hurt, and see what he's got to say about that. <clears throat> um, probably nothing, but he'd probably call you crazy. Dude's a clown, Ooh. though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Andrew Luck healthy, though. He is really good. Oh I like, yeah, he's... I like the Colts. Like, I don't have any ill will towards them. Like, their team, who I'd like to see us take down in like a AFC Championship or whatever. Oh, that, yeah, that's gonna be the us and the Chiefs and Chiefs Colts and us the next ten years or so. Yep. Goodbye, be, goodbye yeah. Patriots and your fifty-two-year-old quarterback. It'll be. It's gonna be weird to watch them without Gronk. Yeah, he looks thin, man. Have you seen him? No, but I mean that's what that's what looking. you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean with Joe you, Thomas. You, you, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we uh, I think we kind of covered all the bases yeah. there for this week. Uh, what do you? We'll we'll do one quick thoughts here. What are you looking for in the uh, Colts Browns game this Saturday? I'm looking for two scoring drives from the starting offense in the first two or three drives that they're probably going to play, except for Sands, uh OBJ, because I know he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, looking for more Mac Wilson. I'm looking to see. I'm I'm, I'm looking at the wide receivers because we get that bottom two or three. I feel like is. A complete wide open competition. Um. See, see, I I don't really see it. I kind of like listen to the analysis of every like all the reporters who focus on it more. But you know, let's see the result of how those right guards do and those interior mm-hmm. linemen, mm-hmm. and see how that <clears throat> that kind of develops. Um, I'm trying to think anything else on defense I'm really looking for. I mean, obviously we know our our starting front line there is as good. So yeah, pretty much just, you know, hopefully to see some more big plays out of Mac Wilson and hopefully Greedy will make a couple, yeah, couple another, good plays. Another pick, I think yeah. that's about it for me. I, I'm looking at some of the later draft picks to make some plays. I want to see Redwine make a you know, nice mm-hmm. couple plays here. I want to see uh, Drew Forbes get some good action. I want uh, I want to see maybe uh, Siebert have a couple nice kicks because yeah, we haven't talked about that. And I yeah. actually meant to. I was going to say something earlier. And we got to kind of start going a different direction. But what do you think? You know, make of this kicking competition? <sighs> Go for two every time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it, it, it sucks. But I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. You it's, could probably convert it 50% of the time to have it even out. I don't think the guy is on the team. I don't think we have the kicker on our team at this moment. <clears throat> I wish we had Zane Gonzalez right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No comment. That's uh, another Sashi, or uh, another Hugh Jackson mistake. Yeah. But. I mean, if they're looking even, though, who do you, do you think they go with the Yeah, I think they go rookie? with Seabird, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think I think they're so going. Too. Yeah, they're gonna use you try, you try the cat. You, you try to save your ass with using right. a fifth round pick on them. So, 
I, I agree. And he's an Oklahoma guy. I don't know if him and Baker have that much of a like personal connection, but I'm sure that might play into it a little bit. I think that might have played into drafting him, but it shouldn't play into him being on the team. Being on the team is going to be all about him, like I said, actually being a drafted player and being fifth round for a kicker. It's That's somebody you want to put your time in. I mean, Greg Joseph is young too, but right. he's not a rookie, so you're going to give a little more leeway to the rookie in, in hopes that he develops than somebody who's been in the league for a year or two. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be uh, – if that's, like, our biggest competition, then, you know, great. I mean, whatever, you know. I mean, I'd rather have a kicking competition than a quarterback competition. All day. Any day, you know, any day. All day. So, I think that's going to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, just to give an update where we're at, this has turned out to be a long game because Mark had the settings for the time yeah, I figured- way up. Yeah, I figure but, we just play the <laughs> during the whole podcast. So. We are in the fourth quarter. I am down twenty to twenty-three. He is in the red zone. He's uh, just got sacked. So we will have to. I'll talk shit online after I'm done whooping him. Yeah, we'll post the results. Um, thank you for listening. Like I said, we're gonna we'll try this again uh, next time we do. We'll try to add video to it. It'll make yeah, a lot more. Along. It'll make yeah. a lot more sense when we're talking and kind of like take breaks into the game. Um, we'll line up, you know, what we're talking about with when we're playing. So that'll be interesting. I think it's kind of a cool concept. We're gonna try. It was kind of like sketchy today. I'll tell you, it's hard to focus. Like mm-hmm. I'm not. I've I'm been all right. I've been all right, but you know. Yeah, I. I have to be like laser focused into this game to play well. Go Charles. Clark. So yeah. he, he's getting a little bit of an advantage on me, but mm-hmm. we got about five minutes left, so. We're going to cut the, the episode here, and I'm going to make my comeback and uh, finish this game up. And we will be back next week. Thanks for listening.